Welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Cale Boer. I'm the teaching pastor at the Delaware campus. And uh, we are in Genesis chapter 4 uh, today. And I uh, had an opportunity to teach on this passage over, uh, over the weekend. So excited to read it with you right now. Genesis 4 verses 1 through 7. Now Adam knew his, Eve, his wife, uh, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. And again, she bore Abel, his brother. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep and Cain a worker of the ground. And in the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well... Sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you. It's against you. The desire of sin is against you to enslave you. But you must rule over it. Now, if you go on and you read on in the story, um, it's a really sad story in a lot of ways. Uh, Cain does not repent here. I I think in essence, God is giving him an opportunity to repent here, to do what is right, uh, not to let sin rule over him, his anger and his bitterness. Uh, but rather to to rule over it, I think, through repentance, by changing and going back to the Lord. And instead, he harbors that bitterness until it consumes him. And he takes it out on his brother Abel by murdering his brother out in the field. And and God comes to Cain and says, you know, your, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now, <clears throat> the the story is is not, um, it's not all sad, right? The, the, in the end, God does show... Um, some kindness, some real kindness and graciousness to Cain. Even though Cain, there are consequences to his decision here. I also think there's a really powerful um, tie to the gospel here, a foreshadowing of the gospel. Um, I think Cain shows us a picture of us and what sin does to us uh, when it's not been redeemed and forgiven by Christ. But I think in Abel and in his life, we get a foreshadowing of Jesus. It's a story of a man who brings, a righteous man who in faith brings to God this, you know, perfect lamb, his his firstborn lamb, his best lamb as a sacrifice to God. And then he's murdered for his righteousness. I mean, I think you can look forward and you say, look, Christ, he doesn't bring a sacrifice to God. He is the perfect sacrifice. He is the lamb, the perfect lamb that was slain for our sin to cover and atone for our sin, and then he's killed, not for anything he had, he's, he had done, but because of what we had done. He's murdered uh, as a righteous man. Uh, but there's a beautiful passage in Hebrews 12, verse 24, that says that Jesus, right, the mediator of the new covenant, his sprinkled blood speaks a better word than the blood of Abel, right? That Abel's blood cries out from the ground and, and in a sense cries out for justice, Jesus' blood cries out for us mercy, forgiveness. So so there really is depth and and such beauty to the story when you see it in light of the overall scriptures and the gospel. Um, But I I just want to point out one thing, right? There's layers to this, but I'm going to point out one thing. Um, I I think, well, maybe two things. One, I think that Cain's, you say, why why did God regard Cain's offering or Abel's offering and not Cain's? I, I would say, you see in the New Testament, it says that Abel brought it in faith. Cain did not. 
So there's something about this where Abel is coming to God with humility and, and trusting God, and, and Cain does not. Cain comes in self-righteousness. I think you see that based on his response to God's discipline in his life, what's going on in his heart. I think you get some clues in the fact that Abel brought his first and his best before the Lord. He brought the firstborn lamb of the fat, the fattest lamb or the best. It says that Cain brought some, an offering, right? Some of his fruit. Uh, he does not bring to God his first and his best. But I really think you see even more just the evidence of it in his response. When he's disciplined by God, when God says, I don't, I don't accept that, I think if Cain's heart, if he were coming in faith, he would his response to that would be humility, heartbrokenness. Father, what have I done? Lord, what have I done? I want right relationship with you. What has caused you not to look on me or my offering with without approval, without regard? But instead, he just gets angry. So much so that he ends up murdering his brother. Jealousy, envy, that's what's growing inside of his heart. And it gets exposed when God disciplines him, when he's disappointed. And so that, that's really the thing I want to hone in on. It's just a, a takeaway for us today. You can learn a fair bit about your heart when things are going well in your life. I think you can still learn some about yourself when things are going your way. But you can learn a lot about your heart and what's growing inside of you spiritually, emotionally, right? When you are disciplined by the Lord or when you're disappointed whether by God or by other people. It's, it's why the Proverbs and the book of Hebrews says, don't despise the discipline of the Lord, right? When God disciplines us, he does that because we're his children and he loves us. And I think that the temptation is when we're disciplined by the Lord or when we're disappointed or we're disappointed by others, what often comes out of us is anger and frustration. And in those moments, we need to pay attention to that and recognize, man, you know, was I following God for God? Was I loving this person because it's the right thing to do and I want to I love them in obedience to the Lord? Or when I got disappointed and I got or disciplined by God, I realized, oh man, I think I was doing this mostly <laughs> for me. Hey God, I'll do this, but I want this. Or hey, I'll love this person this way, but I want this in return. And when I got disappointed, what came out of me was, was ugly. And, and look, <clears throat> that's true for all of us, right? Um, and in those moments, we, we need to take that to the Lord and say, Lord, you know, forgive me, help me. And as I see this stuff, I, wanna, I want to do what Cain did not hear, bring it back to the Lord, repent, and ask him to shape our hearts differently into the image of Christ. Let me pray for you, and I want to encourage you to take some time to pray. Father, we love you. Thank you that you, you discipline us in love Father, when that happens or when we get disappointed, when things don't turn out the way that we think they should, God, uh, graciously, thank you for graciously giving us those moments to show us what's on the inside. And when what comes out of us is not what we want, not what should come out of us, God, help us to bring that to you in humility and in repentance. Shape us into the image, Jesus, your son. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Take some time now uh, just to pray.